Hi, I'm back. I bet you thought you heard the last of me, but I'm back. It's been a really, really long time since I've published an episode, and I'm really sorry. I'm hopefully going to be publishing more episodes, so that's exciting. Um, I hope you're all doing okay and keeping safe in this crazy time. Um, if you're a student, I know how you feel. I'm, I'm going through this with you. So it's like halfway through the semester. I think we're all still probably getting the hang of this online school format. Um, me being somebody who is struggling. Um, the other day in my in one of my classes, and if you know me, you know I hate economics. And this was an economics class. And so it was so fitting that this happened in that class. But I was on TikTok as he's going through as he's going through like the overview of the week. And as he's doing that, I'm, you know, scrolling through and there's this TikTok there and it's to the audio of Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. It's a great song. If you haven't heard the song, go look it up. You'll thank me for it. Um, but I, yeah, I would bet my life on the fact that my mic was off, but it wasn't. <laughs> and, and the lyrics in the chorus or I want to kill you. And so I sing that. And there's silence. And then my prof says, yeah, I'm going to mute you now. So my whole class heard me tell the prof I wanted to kill him. I emailed this man so quickly to apologize because, like, my name would have popped up on the screen. Like, people would have seen that I sang it. And luckily, I have the email here that I wrote to him. And I thought I would read it to you because I think it's kind of funny. So I said, hello. I wanted to follow up on today's lecture. I think I might have been off mute while singing a song with some questionable lyrics. Specifically, I want to kill you. I wanted to apologize I was singing a song called Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers, and I didn't realize my mic was on. That was not directed to you. I'm quite enjoying your lectures, and I would hate for you to think this is related to your class. My apologies again, and have a good weekend. There was a moment where I was like, okay, he, it could not, it, it might not have been me. Maybe it was somebody else, and I just couldn't hear whatever they said because I was too busy singing. And I had that little shred of hope. But then the next day I was, I was going back through the, the slides and he, he records his lecture. So I was going through the recording and at about three minutes in, I hear this horrible voice saying, I want to kill you. And like, when I tell you it's horrible, it's horrible. Like I, I couldn't even have, have, have sung it nicely. No, no, it was quite pitchy. Yeah, he, he never responded to my email that I sent to him, but whatever, we, we, we move on with life. I hope your semester is going better than mine is at the moment. <laughs> um, my Nana recently discovered how to listen to podcasts. So Nana, if you're listening, hello. I'm hoping to get her on a future episode because she is a phenomenal woman and she is hilarious. Anyone who meets her loves her. So I'm working on it, you guys. She's a little shy, 
but I think we'll get there. Today's episode was recorded months ago. So many months ago. When I tell you, I have two episodes right now that are unpublished. I just have not got around to publishing them, and I'm sorry for that. But this episode was filmed in the summer, um, but it's still a really fun episode. So, enjoy. Today, I have Abby with me. Um, Abby's a longtime friend of mine. Um, we've known each other since we went to private school when like, we were little. Junior or kindergarten. Yeah. Um, we went through a period of time where we like didn't really speak to each other just because you moved across the country. Yeah, just peaced out for a minute. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because probably like what, like two, two, two years ago? Four. Four years ago. Four years ago. Wait. I moved back to Guelph four years ago. Two years ago. We worked at camp. Yes. Two years ago, we we both had uh, like a summer job working at a, like a day camp. And I was going to the training for it. And I was waiting in line to sign in. And I turn around. And sure enough, Abby is in line. And it was so weird because we've like known each other uh, forever. And I had no idea you were going to be there. Had no idea that you even knew about the camp. I had no idea you were even in town again. And so it was so funny that of all places, you showed up at, to train for a day camp. Yeah, it's so random. Honestly, the world is so small, but, like, I didn't know anybody yeah. who was working there. I just, like, got the job through a friend mm-hmm. and showed up, and I was kind of nervous because, like, I've never been a big camp person mm-hmm. even growing up. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so... The actually like last week I got a Snapchat memory and it was from when we were working and it was me taking a video of Abby because it was it was the morning of like a Friday and Fridays we always went on this big trip with all the kids and we were signing the kids in and this car was parked in the middle of like the exit of like the parking lot. Yeah, it was almost. like a bottleneck and literally we're standing there watching this car block yeah. everyone coming in and out like all the cars like stopped because they thought they were just like there for a minute yeah idling, yeah and this car was literally there for such there. a long time and so other cars coming in and out like stopped and were like going on the grass to get around yeah. this car <laughs> like they were just over curbs like it, this person is causing such an inconvenience and for us to be watching this from inside the building it was so frustrating because yeah. we were like, we can't do anything about this. But sure enough, I sent Abby, who, for those who don't know Abby, she's this little five-foot sweetheart. And But the people don't really know, you got a little bit of a fire inside you. I really do. And I so do. in this video, it's so funny. She is like stomping all cr- across the parking lot like on such a mission. <laughs> you can just tell it in the way that you're pumping your arms and stomping <laughs> your feet. And... I'll let you tell the story after, like, from your perspective, but it's funny because, like, once you get to the car, you slow down, and you kind of, like, your whole demeanor changes, and you kind of, like, put your hands together to your face, and you're like, oh, and so, when I was inside, I was like, what's going on? Like, why is she not yelling at this person? But then she turns around, and you can see how red her face is, and she comes inside, and she was horrified, and Abby, why is that? Yeah, so I walked out there pretty determined Mm -hmm. to call out this person you woke up that morning ready to yell at somebody I really was I was like (laughs) not today it's a Friday we're heading to the water park don't get in the way of our plans and yeah so I literally stomped across this parking lot 
and as I got closer to the van, I can see a bumper sticker <laughs> on the car, <laughs> and it says, like, Cam Guthrie for mayor, and I am realizing, <laughs> can I not say his name? <laughs> Just continue. No, yeah, that's funny, actually. You going. And That's I, when you, like, started to go, oh, wait a minute. That's when I knew. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I've messed up. And then, after, like, being inside and talking about it with my coworkers, like, I was so fired up. I was yeah. like, I have to follow through with this. Yeah. Like, I have to, like, tell this person to leave or something. Yeah. Because everybody was expecting me to do it. And I had walked, like, all the way to his car. Like, it was pretty big. Across the whole parking lot, lot yeah. So I was like, I can't just, like, walk there and, like, approach his car and then leave. Mm-hmm. It would just be so weird. Mm-hmm. But I think it was more awkward to... Um, <laughs> Did you tap on his window or something? I tapped on <laughs> his window. I tapped on the window. He was on a conference call. So I interrupted <laughs> the mayor of Guelph <laughs> on a conference call. And um, he was really nice. He was like, oh, sorry, what's going on? And I was just like... Like, my entire demeanor. Move your car! Yeah, no, it was more like, um, hi, sorry to interrupt, um, you're kind of blocking some people, so, like, maybe you could park in, like, an actual spot. So it was still kind of, like, passive-aggressive, where I was Mm -hmm. like, maybe you should park in an actual spot so that people can get in and out of the parking lot. But, yeah, it definitely wasn't as, um, yeah, it was pretty embarrassing for me. And then, Which is funny because, like, he's the mayor. What's he going to do? But at like, the same time, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, he's the mayor. Yeah. He could ruin my life. Also, like, <laughs> his son was working with yeah. us. And I was like, that's so embarrassing that I literally just, like, tried to yell at his dad. And yeah. So, yeah, that, that's just, like, an example of me trying to take control of a situation and not going well. <laughs> <laughs> But that was an interesting summer, and I think that was, like, the cherry on top of, like, that crazy summer working there. It definitely was. Summer camps are always wild. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I've never been too much of a camp person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, I know my brother loved camp. Mm-hmm. We grew up going. Yeah. Um, and he's a couple years older than me, so, like, when I was younger and hearing about my brother go to this camp, I was so jealous. Yeah, it's like an overnight camp, and just hearing my older brother tell all these stories about how fun it was and the friends he made and, like, yeah. the things they got up to. Um, I it's was always like, different when somebody's telling you about mm-hmm. it, right, than when you experience it yourself. But I, I am such a camp person. I always loved camp. Yeah. I hated day camps, but any overnight camp, I had such a good time. But Honestly, you were, I wish I was yeah. a camp person because so many of my friends yeah. are camp people. Yeah. They grew up going to camp and now they all work together at camp. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, that would be so fun if I liked camp. And we and we did grow, grow up going to summer yeah. camp together. Yeah. So it's funny that... And the thing is, like, I always knew you hated it. Yeah. But, no, everybody knew it. It wasn't yeah. a secret. I Which don't... was one of the funny reasons why, like, I was so shocked to see you yeah. working with me that summer. But Yeah, I just feel like everything about camp was not my thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it was my second year of camp. So I was, like, eight years old, yeah. probably. Yeah, 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 probably. Like, I think we went for the first time in 07. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it was my second year, second summer, being sent to camp. Um, I already knew I didn't like it because of the year before. (laughs) Um, and yeah, my parents dropped me off. It was going to be fine. I was all packed. I was ready to go. I was in a cabin with all my friends, including Taya. Yeah. And like, you took one look at me and you're like, no. Yeah. I just (laughs) hate this girl. Why am I here? Just kidding. 
Um, but yeah, like I had the perfect setup to have a fun summer mm-hmm. there. And your fa- like your brother was there. Yeah. All of your family friends were there. Like literally, yeah. It just it should have been fine. Mhm. And I just n- knew that it wasn't fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my parents said goodbye. They walked up the hill. Um, the girls' cabin is like at the bottom of this yeah. huge hill. Um and yeah, they got in their car and drove away. And like the second I saw them disappear up the hill, the panic set. In, yeah. Where it was like they're really leaving me here. Yeah. Even after I cried the whole drive here and like begged them not to make me come. And <clears throat> so yeah, I had not even unpacked yet. I literally had like. A you were in the fully, cabin, right, with I your was, big bag. Yeah, I had this like massive duffel bag, like packed with all my stuff. I had a sleeping bag and pillow and I grabbed my things and I started booking it up the hill (laughs) I was like this is not happening they are not leaving me here I start running up the hill desperate to catch the car because I was like I can't stay here Mm -hmm. like it wasn't even 30 seconds and I was like I hate this already um and yeah like and even like if your determination like your determination must have been that strong because if anybody, like, who is listening to this knows the camp that we're talking about, you know, like, the girls and hill is not a trek you want to take carrying a whole bunch of stuff, let Certainly alone nothing. Not. Like, once a, like, once a summer, I would wipe out skin my knee going yeah. up or down that hill just because there's roots and rocks. And to be carrying a duffel bag, a sleeping bag, and a pillow and what is, like, your stuffed animal under your arm, <laughs> like, to go up that hill, you did not want to be there. No, I did not. I was determined to leave. And, yeah, my parents' car, when I got to the top of the hill, it was gone. (laughs) And I freaked out. I was like, are you kidding me? They're gone. So I started running down this driveway. And this driveway to the camp is, like, a long-ass driveway. Yeah. Like, two kilometers. (laughs) (laughs) I can just see you running. And it's, like, a dirt road. Yeah. Like, it's just not fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like just sprinting trying to catch my parents car are you and, like sobbing at the same time oh sobbing <laughs> like I was a wreck I was like this cannot happen they can't leave me here um and like everyone's doing their own thing like all the campers are in their <clears throat> cabins with their leaders yeah and so like no one's really at the front of the camp anymore like noticing that I'm just like running mm-hmm. away um I love that you thought you could catch up to the car totally 100% (laughs) I was like I'm I'm out of here you're like even if I don't catch up to them I'm not staying exactly I'll camp out in the forest either way gotta go (laughs) like I have what I Mm -hmm. need I'll survive yeah um yeah so that was quite the experience Mm mm-hmm did you you ever catch up to them I actually did because um right like before the camp yeah there's like this other um like a um it's another camp basically yeah um like outside that camp and uh, like a bunch of my parents friends like um have trailers there whatever yeah so my parents like stopped there um to have a visit I guess after they dropped me and I caught up to the car (laughs) and I saw them and my parents were so confused because they're like what are you doing we just dropped you yeah why do you have your stuff why is nobody with you like I'm an eight-year-old kid who is like (laughs) what does that say about the camp (laughs) exactly honestly you're like this is why I don't want to stay they shouldn't be trusted (laughs) (laughs) honestly 
like super chill camp for people who liked it. I have mm-hmm. no, I have no, no yeah. reason to dislike this camp. Yeah, it's just me who I am as a person. Yeah, but yeah, I caught up to my parents and they packed me back into the car and dropped me right back at camp. <laughs> <laughs> Had a great and they're like, week. this time, don't run away. Yeah, um, and it was actually so funny though coming back because like people didn't realize that I had left. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I was like arriving back and yeah like oh I feel like I remember being in the cabin with all the other girls and like catching up talking and then not really noticing that you had left but seeing you come back in and with all your stuff and I was like wait a second where did she go yeah and I feel like I probably wasn't that fun to be around for that day but I definitely like (laughs) no yeah I don't have like a bad memory of you at camp because like when you were in it you're in it right and you're having a good time like I was with all my friends yeah I honestly ended up having fun when I was there but it was like I don't know I just didn't do you just have to warm up to it yeah yeah one thing about you is that you're always traveling and that is something that I've always been envious of about you um, you, you're always somewhere, you're, like, always on the go, and that's amazing. So I was wondering if you had any funny travel stories that you could share. Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty lucky, um, like, my whole family loves to travel. Mm-hmm. My dad's a pilot, so basically every chance, um, yeah. I get, I'm, like, going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, super recently, um, I was in California with my cousin over reading week. It was, like, our last trip before... Yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were taking surfing lessons actually on the beach um, in San Diego. Mm. Um, Oceanside. Oh, really to be Oceanside. Cool. Yep. Um, anyways, it was a super cool. Um, I need to think for a minute of how I describe these people. Basically, like all the surfing schools and, like, instructors mm-hmm. are super expensive right yeah. on the beach. Yeah. And they, like, target all the tourists. And so we kind of, like, staked them out, mm-hmm. priced them all out, see. We saw, like, how much all of them would cost and, like, how long you could have for a lesson, whatever. Um, and after much research, we found these two guys who are maybe, like, 25 to 30. Yeah. Um... They're, like, two best friends, super cool people, grew up in Oceanside, surfed all their lives, and they just have this, like, old super cool hippie van with Mm -hmm. a bunch of surfboards and wetsuits, and they just do private lessons right on the beach, and they just park their car there and have a little sign and, like, obviously... And just fit the stereotype of what you would expect, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we found them, and we're, we set up a lesson, and the next day, we're so excited, we go down to the beach, um, and um, we're, like, super stoked to get in the water and mm-hmm. just, like, learn how to serve. Yeah. Like, step aside, Bethany Hamilton. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, we get on our wetsuits, and before we get in the water, they're like, oh, we're gonna, like, do some techniques on land, obviously, like, anyone who's surfed before, like you have to kind of, like, get your bearings before throwing yourself in the water. Um, And after, like, learning some, like, paddling techniques and, like, practicing hopping up on our board, um, the instructor is like, okay, guys, like, before we get in the water, um, 
I think we're just gonna like meditate for a few minutes <laughs> and like if you know me you know that I can never keep a straight face yeah. in like any situation where I'm supposed to like even like right now it's so hard right for now. you to like get out words just because you're laughing exactly which is so amazing I love that about you I'm always laughing, especially when I'm uncomfortable. And that's something, like, a really great thing about my personality. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what you're doing in this moment? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, we're just going to sit on our boards and, like, have our feet in the sand and close our eyes, listen to the sound of the waves, and we're just going to meditate before getting in the water. Yeah. My cousin and I look at each other and we're like, is this man serious? <laughs> He obviously is, because he's already got his eyes closed and legs crossed, and he's (laughs) meditating. So we're like, okay, let's get to it. Start meditating. And my cousin and I are just, like, doing everything we can to not burst out laughing, because we're like, we can't do this. Yeah. Um, And literally, we meditated for a long time. Yeah. Like, (laughs) too long to take up our one hour surf lesson. Imagine he was like, that's the end of your lesson. Thank you so much for coming. And next time, maybe we can get in the water. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, I'm really just not thinking you're connecting enough with the ocean. Yeah. Maybe, like, schedule, like, a few more um, <laughs> training sessions, and then maybe we can get in the water. And then if you feel comfortable yeah. enough, then you can get it. Yeah, so, <clears throat> yeah, we meditate for, like, five minutes and open our... Oh, my gosh. Meditate for, like, five minutes, open our eyes, and he's like, okay, like, I just really need you guys to focus on being one with the ocean. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, like, how, <laughs> how does that How does work? one do that? And he's, like, giving us all this advice, and he's just like, listen, like, a wave can't knock you down if you are the wave. And he's like, I, I don't know, like, all this inspirational yeah. hippie stuff yeah. that, like, is supposed to really hit home, I guess. Yeah. And we're just Wasn't like, hitting home. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was a super cool guy. We ended up having a lot of fun, but that was a pretty funny experience. Mm-hmm. Um, he also taught us how to do the stingray shuffle, which is where you, like, instead of walking in the water where, where you pick up your feet, you just, like, slide your feet on the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was BS, and I ended up stepping on a stingray, so <gasps> oh. glad I learned the stingray shuffle. But yeah, my cousin and I ended up just kind of having this, like, fun rapport with the surf instructor. Yeah. Because, like, they're just both these childhood best friends who have always surfed and, mm-hmm. like, have this business together. And then me and my cousin are super close. Um, so we ended up having a lot of fun. Yeah. But um, my aunt and uncle were actually on the beach, like, watching us take the surf lesson. And they were, <laughs> like, taking pictures and videos the whole time on their iPhones and stuff and just like the classic mom and dad like you can just see them holding their phone awkwardly (laughs) zooming in and like watching that from the ocean while we're surfing yeah we were just cracking cracking up the whole time and um at one point I looked back and like saw my aunt like the way she was holding the phone and I said to my cousin we were like dying laughing and yeah. I was like that is just too much and then the surf instructor thought saying like me saying oh that is just too much he just thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever heard so like the rest of the surf lesson they were just like roasting me and my cousin the entire time like we'd fall down from a wave and they'd be like that is just too much (laughs) so yeah it ended up being a lot of fun yeah yeah I'm not I'm not here for all that hippie being one with the ocean yeah I just saw her mom for the first time in a while and 
she was just telling uh, telling me this story about Abby and I would really love you to share it again just because I think it really speaks to like your relationship with your mom and even just like you as a person yeah for sure um Taya mentioned earlier that I lived out west for a little while Mm -hmm. um and when we were living in BC my family used to go over the border all the time to ski at Mount Baker in Washington um and one time I just felt really sick. Something was not right. Mm -hmm. It had been a long day. I think, like, it was one of those warmer spring skiing days Mm -hmm. where it's just, like, your winter coat is just kind of too much. Yeah. Um, It's a really sunny day on the hill, so it just felt really hot. Wasn't feeling too good. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I said to my mom, I said, I feel sick. I'm going to be sick. Like, and you know that feeling before... You're, you throw up, and it's like, you're so hot, you get the sweats, and it's yeah. like, you just want to, like, mm-hmm, rip your mm-hmm. clothes off. Yeah. I was in a freaking snowsuit. <laughs> <laughs> that feeling times 10. <laughs> so, yeah, I, like, start unzipping my coat, and, like, you just know, like, you're preparing yourself. And did she believe you? Like, was she, like... Absolutely not. She was, classic like, parents cut it thing, out, right? Abigail. Yeah. Like, like, a young kid. They're yeah. like, no, you don't. You're being dramatic. You don't want to ski anymore. Yeah, You're exactly. tired. Yeah. She's like, cut it out. Stop it. Like, mm-hmm. we're having fun. You're fine. We just had lunch. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, she did not believe me. She's, like, trying to talk me out of throwing up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, it's going to happen. Anyways, um, take off. Remember that lunch we just had? You're about to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyways... Um, if you know, like, skiing out west, you know, like, the ski lifts are really high up. It's nothing like Ontario, where it's, like, those little hills, and, like, maybe you're, like, 20 feet above the ground. It's, like, 50 to 75 feet up, those lifts. Anyways, we're on the lift. I just, I bend over the side of the (laughs) lift, and I yak over the side. My mom was in pure shock. Like, she's like, what do I do? I thought she was lying. I thought she was being dramatic. And we have no way to clean it up. It's so gross. Yeah. Thankfully, like, it wasn't all over me. But yeah. But it was just such a mess. Hopefully it wasn't all over whoever was below you 70 feet. Yeah, hopefully not. I don't even know. But I feel like, honestly, for me, that's a pretty big recurring theme in my life. Where, mm-hmm. like, my mom just thinks that I'm being dramatic. Yeah. And, like, lying about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um... But another fun fact about me is I faint a lot. Me too. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't even know why. Yeah. Every, I just feel like every once in a while, and I know what it feels like before it happens. Like, I Mm -hmm. can feel it coming on. I know. When you get acquainted with fainting, you know when it's coming. Exactly. Like, you know exactly what to expect. And, yeah, you feel it coming on, and it's like, it's going to happen. And you know it's going to happen, and then all of a sudden it dies. Yeah. There's not much you can do about it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm a pretty calm person. Mm -hmm. Like, when I feel sick, I just kind of state it. Yeah. Instead of, like, being actually dramatic, where it's like, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. It's like, oh, I feel really sick. And then people don't believe me yeah. because they're like, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're calm. You're just like saying you're going to throw up. And it's like mm, five seconds later it happens. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't believe you. I'm so sorry. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's me with fainting. Like yeah. I can feel it coming on and I tell people and they're like, what? And then all of a sudden I'm on the floor. Yeah. 
but um the last time this happened I was actually living in Australia and I had just had a super stressful week um, and I was actually I had just slept in and I was taking a shower and all of a sudden in the shower I feel like I'm gonna faint <laughs> I feel it coming on yeah so my first thought is like okay sit down because that's what you do yeah I sit down in the shower and I'm just chilling there for maybe like two minutes yeah. and the feeling hasn't passed where I'm just like feeling really dizzy and nauseous yeah. um, but I haven't fainted yet so I'm like what is going on so I go to turn the water off in the shower because I'm like I just have to get out of here yeah um, but in Australia or at least like my shower was like two knobs and one was hot one was cold and when I feel like I'm going to faint, I'm, like, super dizzy and my vision blurs. So I was just kind of, like, reaching and, like, swatting at the wall to try to get the water off. And I only turned off the cold water. So, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the water is, like, burning hot, boiling water. And I'm feeling super dizzy. I stand up super suddenly to get out of the Because that's your reaction, right? You're, exactly. Yeah. I'm oh, like, my gosh. That's the worst scenario ever. Yeah. So I stand up super quickly to try and get out of the shower. And the second I stand up, I faint. Um, and I fell straight. Like, <laughs> like my knees did not bend. Like, I fell flat <laughs> on my face. No. Because um, the shower was at the opposite end of the toilet on yeah. the other end of the bathroom yeah and I fell flat down on yeah. my face smacked my head on the toilet and I was out cold I was unconscious for at least seven minutes we figured it out because my shower was still running when I came to I like wrapped myself in a towel and I went out I literally crawled out yeah into the hallway and I was like oh yelling my for gosh help. yeah um and like girl across the hall comes out of her room and she's like oh my gosh are you okay and then I, like, asked her. We ended up talking after. And I was mm -hmm. like, did you hear anything? Like, did you hear a bang? And she was like, oh, my gosh, I totally heard that. I just assumed that, like, someone's shampoo had yeah. dropped in the shower. You know, <laughs> it always sounds worse than it is, right? Yeah. So, um, and we just kind of established that between, like, her hearing that noise and her finding me in the hall, it was about 10 minutes. So by the time I, like, came to in the bathroom and everything, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we kind of decided that it had been at least seven minutes where I was like unconscious yeah lying on the bathroom floor that is literally one of my biggest fears for some reason total irrational fear is that someone will find me dead but naked me too <laughs> <laughs> so that was like I'm really glad that the bathroom door was locked yeah. and nobody found me you yeah. know like that could have been bad if no one did but it all worked out yeah it's fine. I will say that my nose has never been the same. <laughs> I do have a crooked nose from that. I hit my face pretty hard off that toilet. And you seat. got a concussion, didn't you? Well, low key. <laughs> did you did you break your nose? Um, I don't think it was like actually broken. Yeah. Who knows? You but know I do you remember you Snapchatting me and you had like a black eye. It was completely huge crooked. bump on your head. Yeah, massive goose egg, crazy black eye really crooked nose really painful yeah a lot of like headache but yeah I literally spent the rest of the day that day in the hospital in Australia getting like MRIs CAT scans all this stuff to make sure nothing was wrong and I was totally fine mm -hmm. um thank goodness yeah but that was pretty crazy yeah you know sometimes you just don't get enough attention and <laughs> you gotta bring things back to you <laughs>
that takes us to the end. But now it's time for the question of the episode. And so today's question I have for you, Abby, is... I love this question. I think it's so fun. Um, Which fictional character, whether from like a movie, TV show, book, who is quite likable in the story, do you think would be like completely insufferable in like day-to-day life? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's fun because I love reading. Yeah, and I I know you do and that's why I was like, this would be a perfect question for Abby. Very true. Mm -hmm. The first two that come to mind immediately... Harry Potter from the Absolutely. Harry That's what I was thinking. Because, like, who doesn't love him? I love Everyone how you have to clarify Harry Potter from the Harry Potter series. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, in case no one has read it before. <laughs> um, yeah, you know. He's the, I think he's the perfect example of that. Because he is so likable, and it's his storyline, right? And you're rooting for him. But if you were, like, a, I, I, I don't understand how Ron and Hermione do it. They are, honestly, the two most loyal friends. Yes. They get Best Friend of the Year Award every year, I think. Every year. Because if he, like, did exist, and he, you know, was around you in day-to-day life, he would be completely insufferable, because (laughs) you just know, like, he's a magnet for bad things. Yeah. And every year, something huge happens to him, right? Yeah. That is, like, life-threatening. Why would you want to... They're always in danger when you're around him. (laughs) Oh, but yeah. but yeah, they're definitely like Ron and Hermione, very patient, mm-hmm. loyal friends. Yeah. You yeah. have a death wish though? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I would just be like, look, I think you're really cool, but I cannot be around you. <laughs> Stay away from me. You might be the chosen one, but I can't. I, I just yeah, can't I don't do care. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other one that comes to mind is Katniss. Yeah. Completely. She was even, like, the only reason I think people liked her in the book is because she's the main character. Yeah. And, of course, we're rooting for her, and we love her, we love everything that she stands for, but she's just so, like, negative. Very negative. Well, I think it's also, like, I always think about that, though, like, it's also, it's with their circumstances, though. Very true. Like, think about Kat, like, if you were living through that, would you be (laughs) happy-go-lucky? Yeah, no. But I think the, the thing about, like, fictional characters, and if they're the main characters... I really don't think you could like them in day-to-day life because that's what makes them the main character. Very true. They're just too quirky. They're too quirky (laughs) that, like, us normal folks can't handle them. And, like, something big is always happening to them. Major inconveniences in their life that, like, normal people, we can't deal with that. Just can't relate. Yeah. Anyways. So hard being average. I know. (laughs) This hard little life we live. It's really difficult. Thank you so much for coming on today, Abby. It was so much fun having you here. Yeah, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Mm. I had a lot of fun. I've never done a podcast before. If I'm yeah. being honest, I haven't <laughs> listened to a lot of podcasts. Um, well, here's your excuse. Yeah. Well, you did fun. so well. And like even like the stories, some of them I've heard, but you know, there's stories I think that deserve to be retold. So I'm really glad that you were on today to share them. So thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's eat Bye, this. bitch! <laughs> Let's eat these. Are you more of a salsa or guac person? Guac, for sure. Me too.